traversing the fields of geekdom. How about new? Uh, Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Welcome to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How is everybody doing? Thank you for joining us today. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade. Movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, like I said, this is The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. And if this is your first time here, welcome. This is a show where we take a break from the politics talk. Take all of that, push it aside, and while I, I normally would say let's talk about fun things, video games, TV shows, and movies, and we will, but... We have to talk about the big elephant in the room, that is Corona, because there's so much news that's not happening right now, because the coronavirus has significantly halted movies and video games and TV show production. So there's not a lot of newsy news in the geek world. So I have some stories that we'll start out with uh, that revolve around the geek community, but also have uh, some implications due to the coronavirus. Then we take a break, and we get back after that. I'll talk about movies. Movies are changing. For good or bad, I don't know. But I'm going to talk to you about all the movies that are out right now and how, because of this virus, it might change the movie industry for good, which would be really, really fascinating. Then we take a break for news and we get back after that. I have a quick update to my top ten list from last week. Just a really quick one because I end the show with a top five list of the week. The five most important pieces of audio that I found this week. And I have a big rant. I, I, I've just been feeling it all day. I have a big rant I need to go on because these some of these clips I have are just uh, amazing. But let's start off with the news of the week. And let's start off with something cool. So uh, just recently, these kids in Japan uh, recently graduated from their school. I don't remember. Was it middle school? Uh, it was an elementary school. And they wanted uh, to create a graduation ceremony because they weren't able to due to this virus. And they did one of the most adorable things ever. They worked together and they created within Minecraft a graduation ceremony. And they created it. They had all the kids show up. They had the teachers and they voiced it over. It's so adorable. If you get the chance, read the story. Just type in Minecraft and uh, graduation and you'll be able to see it. The, there's some videos. I'm not going to play because they're all speaking Japanese and it wouldn't be. You need visuals to see it. But if you've ever played Minecraft before, they're just giant. It's like video game Legos. You can just build whatever you want. But the fact that they all took the time, worked together, and made this, that's super, super cool. Um, lots of hoaxes going around because of this coronavirus. I have one story of um, Twitter. Twitter did something crazy. They deleted, I think, I, I want to say, don't quote me on this, uh, but I believe this is one of the very first few times that Twitter has removed a tweet from online. And they did that recently to the company called The Federalist because they put an article out on Twitter called How Medical Chickenpox Parties Could Turn the Tide of the uh, Coronavirus. And it was basically an article saying that we should support parties where we spread the coronavirus so that we build up an immunity. Twitter instantly took that down. And both sides of the parties and the sidelines are upset and mad. The right side saying, oh, why are you doing that? Free speech. And the left side saying, good, it needs to be taken down. And the simple answer, I'm not going to go into political talk here. Uh, the simple answer is this. 
uh, when you click that little box that says, I agree to the terms and services, you are agreeing to whatever Twitter wants from you. And if they don't want it, they can delete it. They have every right to, even if they're wrong. And I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm not giving you my opinion on this. They delete it. They have every right to because we agreed to it. Um, this one's really, really interesting. It, it's fascinating just how much the coronavirus is having an effect on things you wouldn't normally expect. Uh, just this week, they announced that the um, Olympics has been postponed to next year. And what's fascinating is that uh, NBC Universal, which puts on the Olympics, is in a tough bind because they were going to release their newest stream service called Peacock. I know, terrible name. Uh, but they were going to launch that streaming service when the Olympics happened because then they were going to have all of these options that you could watch every sport you could imagine uh, on their streaming service. But now, because of the fact that they had to cancel the Olympics, people are wondering, is NBC still going to launch it? And it'd be interesting to see what they decide to do. They haven't announced anything yet, at least from what I've been reading and I've been trying to find it. Um, they haven't made any announcements yet, and I'll be very curious. It's just it depends on how much product they have ready. Uh, we can talk about probably one of the biggest fails was Apple TV. When it launched, it did not have the quality products that they were looking for, and it failed, and it, it's not doing well right now. They had to fire their head guy for that and get someone new in there. So they're trying to revamp Apple TV. But with NBC, I, I feel like the Olympics was a great launching point. So if anything, I think NBC should wait until the next Olympics because then they can start collecting all this good quality stuff. Then the Olympics happens. They launch it with all of this extra content, and I think it would be good. But we'll have to wait and see. Uh, very, very interesting to think that because of this virus, the Olympics was canceled, well, not canceled, postponed. And then because of that, an entire uh, segment for NBC with their streaming might be on hold for a while. Um, let's talk Amazon. I have two stories with Amazon. One uh, is the fake news that's going around. I think it was either Thursday, Wednesday night into Thursday, I think it was. Um, there was a huge thing on Twitter. It was hashtag Jeff Bezos. And there were claims that Amazon is asking money for public donations for their Amazon workers. And it was trending. Everyone was talking about it saying, oh, look at this. Uh, the most rich man in the world is asking for donations. How ironic is that? No, it was all fake. Uh, the person who put it out there, I don't think it was a joke. I don't think they actually found out who originally put it up there. But there is no donation donations. There are no Amazon relief funds. None of that. One of the craziest and, in all honesty, saddest things to come out of this coronavirus is the amount of people trying to make money off of you. I just had a story, but I deleted it because I was like, I don't want to cover it, but here I am talking about it. Um, there are a number of cases of people being arrested for pushing products that say it will cure the virus. And we have to stop that from happening because I know all of us listening are like, oh, I would never fall for that. But people do. Uh, the reason that these people exist and scammers exist is because people uh, fall for it. And we need to watch out for each other. Uh, people who prey on other people's fears is disgusting. And I'm glad they're being arrested. And I'm glad that this story about Amazon was fake so that people can stop and calm down. And, uh, yeah, the amount of fake things happening right now is very, very disturbing. The other news in Amazon is that Amazon right now, which one of their main facilities is in Washington State, but 
Uh, according to a new report, 10 Amazon warehouses in the United States have uh, COVID-19 cases. And Amazon's not telling their employees. That's one side of it. And uh, thus, workers are finding out via rumors. And reports uh, and rumors are that Amazon is not uh, taking care of their employees in the warehouses. The other side of the story is that they just recently said that uh, the Prime shipping, which is the two-day shipping that you get for Amazon Prime, uh, might be delayed for a while. And because of that, they, they're going to focus on trying to get two-day delivery out for sure on essential items. But uh, just recently, I bought a video game, uh, Animal Crossing, and it was, uh, I think it was five days it took to ship. Now, I'm not complaining at all. I know some people will. But people need to be aware that if you shop exclusively online, especially with Amazon right now, they are having issues uh, to make sure everything is safe. And because of that, it's taking a longer time to deliver stuff. So if you're on Amazon and you have Prime and you're like, wait a second, that's not that doesn't make sense. That is why the virus is having a big effect in places you wouldn't normally think, like shipping things with Amazon. Uh, two quick things, and then we'll call it a day. Uh, interesting thing out of all of this while we're at home under the stay-at-home order is uh, Twitter has been blowing up with uh, Batman versus Superman uh, trending. Why? Because people want them to release a director's cut of the movie. Everybody is saying there's this secret uh, director's cut of Batman versus Superman, and it's awesome. We don't know if that's a real thing. Uh, we do know a ton of footage, extra footage, that was not made into the 2016 movie uh, was released with the movie, but people want it. I don't know. It's just a silly thing that always happens. And then finally, uh, if you are a fan of Angry Birds, uh, Angry Birds is getting an animated series on Netflix titled Angry Birds Summer Madness. So I think that's a great thing for the kids. Uh, they ordered 40 episodes. Each episode will be 11 minutes long. Looks cool. Uh, definitely a f family-friendly franchise and, uh, quite honestly, a really fun game. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How's everyone doing? You know, this is normally a segment where I talk about the new movies of the week that are releasing in theaters. But we can't do that right now because we're under the stay-at-home protection and because of the coronavirus a lot of people are not staying home or not going out to movie theaters to enjoy movies. And that's really what I want to talk about this segment. I want to talk about the big unknown that's happening right now, and that is movies in general. How are we going to, from this coronavirus, all digital landscape that we're in right now, move forward with the movie industry? There is light rumblings and from both theater chains and from people in the industry in general that they are worried that movie theaters might be hurt in the long run with this. Uh, it even got so big where famous directors, I know Christopher Nolan was the biggest one I've seen so far, uh, have come out and said, hey, we need to support these movie theaters when they're all back and open. So it, it brings the question, well, what's going on? Well, obviously because of the stay at home and because of the coronavirus, a lot of people are staying away from movie theaters. I mean, you're stuck in a compact room with a bunch of people watching a movie on a giant screen. And because movie theaters and people don't have access to movie theaters, we initially saw when this started a lot of movies being delayed. I know the biggest example being James Bond. It was supposed to be already out by now, but it's been pushed to November because they want to make sure everybody can go to theaters and watch it. But there is a, a slight change that is worrying uh, the movie theater industry in general. Just slight talks. I don't think it's anything that we really, I don't think it'll destroy the industry or anything. 
but it's something that they're worried about, and they'll be curious to see in the long run how this works out. But uh, streaming and digital is becoming the new big thing. I mean, uh, the biggest example is Amazon just last weekend released an entire new section on their uh, digital movies that you can buy and watch from your computer, and it's called In Cinema Mode. And those are movies that are currently in cinemas or just released. And we have a lot of them. So if we go back to last week, we had the release of The Hunt, Emma, and The Invisible Man. Those were all on Amazon. I personally watched The Hunt and The Invisible Man, and I thought they were great. I really enjoyed watching it at home because I was able to get a pizza, got some popcorn. It was great. Uh, it was $20 a piece to rent uh, for each one, and you would own it for 48 hours. Once those 48 hours are done... You lose the rent. And now I know a lot of people are saying, well, Corey, that's a really expensive price. And I agree, it is. But if you think about it, uh, when you break it down, if you, even if you have just one other person, that's $10 a piece. That's around the price of a movie ticket. So that's causing a lot of worry in the industry in general. So there was that experiment, but then it started to keep ramping up, which caused people, and like the director I mentioned earlier, Christopher Nolan, to come out and say, hey, when this is all done, we need to support them. Uh, the biggest one had to be last week when Disney announced that you can, that day, it was March 20th, purchase the movie Onward, which is the new Pixar movie that just released in theaters like less than four weeks ago. And you could buy it, the, buy and own the movie for $20. Or if you wait two weeks on April 6th or 7th, I don't remember which is the Friday, it will be released on the Disney Plus streaming app, which is crazy. Uh, usually how it works, movies are released in theaters, then they make a boatload of money, then they go away for typically not, uh, three to four to five months, uh, and then they release it on digital and Blu-ray to get some hype and to get uh, sales. So the fact that they released this just four weeks after shows you something. And uh, we've talked about it before. Onward did not make a lot of money, and a lot of people pointed to the coronavirus being a key uh, thing behind that. Uh, but then they kept coming. Sony announced that less than two weeks after it hit theaters, Vin Diesel's Bloodshot was available for digital purchase starting on Tuesday, which the 24th, the week after, uh, which is a less than two-week turnaround, which is insane. Then we keep going. We have um, a surprise release of uh, Birds of Prey, which is the Harley Quinn movie. Warner Brothers decided to release that early. It was originally going to come out digitally for purchase in April, but they're like, oh, hey, look, people are home. Let's see how much they would be willing to buy it. So they put that out. Then it kept coming and coming. The Gentleman, Just Mercy, uh, Birds of Prey, I already mentioned that. I Still Believe, which is a Lionsgate movie. But the biggest one and the biggest shock that had ripple effects everywhere was, and I'm not joking when I say this, Trolls World Tour. And you might be saying, why the heck, Corey, is Trolls World Tour, the movie, causing such a controversy in the pop culture movie industry? And it's because of this. Universal Studios changed its plans, and they are announcing a day and date release for Trolls World Tour. What does that mean? It will be released in theaters and available for purchase. Is it purchase or rent? I think rent uh, on the same exact day. And here's the thing that people are worried about. They're worried that if digital sales far exceed movie theater sales, that this might start a new trend of uh, leaning less on movie theaters and more on the digital front, or even uh, maybe just have accepting that there's both options out there. But people are worried. Movie theater places and chains are worried because of this. And that makes me sad because nothing made me more excited growing up 
than going to the movie theaters, getting a big old box of popcorn that you couldn't ever finish and a big drink and just enjoying the movies. So this could potentially change how we watch movies. Uh, I know without a doubt there are a lot of people in the film industry that are fighting this and are trying to keep morale up and saying, hey, we need to support movie theaters. That's what got us to create these awesome movies that you love. We need to keep it. It's art. We need to keep these places going. And I agree. But we'll have to wait and see. And uh, do I have enough time? Yeah, I got a little bit of time here. Uh, oh, oh my gosh. Uh, scatterbrain Corey today. I totally forgot about the biggest release of all time. <laughs> they announced that March 31st, Sonic the Hedgehog is going to be released digitally. It's continuing the trend of early home releases. And uh, I'm not the biggest Sonic the Hedgehog fan, although it got really good reviews. So I think it's a great time for families who want to find something with to watch with their kids. There's a lot of family movies coming out. But it'll be a very, very interesting experiment in the long run. Uh, but this continues with uh, the morphing of the industry in general, and it's being more focused with streaming. And the, the big streamers being Hulu and Netflix are being on focus right now because there was a, a theater company. I want to say it was Paramount Pictures. Yeah, it was Paramount Pictures. Uh, they have a movie that was supposed to be released on April 3rd called The Lovebirds. It's a new comedy movie. And it looked really good, really funny, but they decided to pull the movie from the movie theaters and release it exclusively on Netflix. And it will be there on April 3rd, and everyone can watch it that day on Netflix. And that is also causing a lot of controversy because people are worried, well, what if Netflix just buys out these movies from people and then pops it up on their platform and boom, they just move on? That's another thing that could uh have an impact on the movie theater industry and just the movie industry in general, which I'll be curious to see uh, really how this all affects it. But I think the biggest one, and I, I really, I talked about this since I first heard about it earlier this year, and this is ramping up to be one of the big digital exclusive video content places ever uh, right now, just because, and I know I sound overhyped on it, just the amount of star power and quality videos they have. There is a new company, and I'll be talking about it probably a lot more next week because it releases next weekend. Uh, it's called QB, and it is a digital service that is like 10-minute videos, and very famous people are in it. And I think one of the biggest videos they released, they're slowly releasing trailers out this week to get ramping up for when it launches. And the biggest one had to come from this. One of my favorite TV shows of all time is coming back, and I could not be any more excited for it. Take a listen. You just said that the squirrels were singing. Uh, not words! They're not making words! I didn't say they were making words! Jim, go to prim. Yeah, yeah, I'll go to prim. I think we all could use a break. I'll go to prim. Oh, I hear him singing. See? Yeah, so that was Reno 911, and they're releasing an entire new season of the show on QB, and that is stinking awesome. So I'm not going to go too much into details with QB. I'll do that next week before the launch of it. But it is a streaming service that is awesome, mainly on a geek level, because the fact that it is using technology and it is streaming two movies at the same time, one vertically and one horizontally, so that when you're watching on your phone, you can seamlessly change the camera angle, be up and down or sideways. It's really, really cool technology, but well, uh, it's just another example about how in this digital landscape we're in right now, because it's a big one, because of the coronavirus, it is having effects that you would never think in the long run that this could all affect, and there is a big light on digital right now. How are we connecting? How are we communicating? 
and how are we consuming media and talking about media. And because of this focus, I think this is going to be, for QB, one of the biggest launches uh, for media. And I think it's one that we'll be talking about for a long time, at least this year, because of the star power behind it and the people making films. It looks really cool. It'll be launching next week. There is a paid service or a free service where you can watch these videos, but with commercials. Really, really cool. We'll break it down more next week, but that's QB, Q-U-I-B-I, QB. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How is everybody doing? Now, I got to be really quick here. In fact, like three minutes quick, because I have a big top five list of the week where I got to go. I I have a rant built up, and then I want to talk about some positivity Uh, So stick around for that. But for right now, I want to continue on with what I did last week. I did a top 10 list last week of things to do while you're home because a lot of us are staying at home. We're under a stay-at-home order. And I wanted to add two new things that happened since last week that I think everybody should check out. First has to be one of the greatest video games I've played in a long time. It came out last weekend. I did not get the chance to play it until Sunday night. And I was so mad that I didn't because I would have been playing it all weekend. And that game is Animal Crossing. It is one of the most relaxing games around. It's for the Nintendo Switch. Your kids will love it. You will love it. Your grandparents and parents will love it. Everybody will love this game. It's the most relaxing game where you just go around. You have a little house. You, You are on an island. You go catch bugs. You go fishing. You hang out with other animals that are on the same island with you. You make friends. You have adventures. It is super, super relaxing. So without a doubt, that gets the Geek Show approval for everybody. It is a fantastic game, so much to do, and it's built to uh, have you come back every day and continue on, and every day there's new things. It's really, really fun. So if you have a Nintendo Switch, or your kids do, or even if mom and dad or grandma and grandpa do, definitely something they should check out. It's super, super fun. And finally, there's still that stigma out there about eSports and how a lot of people say, oh, that's not real sports because you're not out in the field, you're just behind the keyboard. But what's something very fascinating coming out of this coronavirus is that there is a big emphasis on uh, eSports. And since I know a lot of people are at home and we want to keep our minds off of things, another option is that this Sunday, tomorrow, is an awesome event with NASCAR. They will, on the Fox Sports app and on the Fox Broadcast Network channels, all of the sports ones on there, they are going to be doing a virtual NASCAR race. And it will be, like I said, Sunday at 12 p.m. our time. And it looks stinking awesome. I'm really, really excited for this. They're going to have all the NASCAR drivers play their own cars on the field, and there's going to be actual commentary for it. I could not be more excited for this just because uh, I hope glitches happen and weird things happen, but I really want to watch how the commentators do this during the event. But yeah, I am super excited for it. Uh, Sunday, tomorrow, 12 p.m., Fox Sports, super, super awesome. Uh, That's just two more things, Animal Crossing and this event that you can watch to help occupy your time on the weekends. I plan to do this every weekend as long as we're still under the stay at home. So it gives you guys ideas of what you can do during the weekend while you're at home. And I know this was short, but we're going to take a break. And when we get back, I got a big, big, big top five list. And I got a rant. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay. Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, 
and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, this is the last part of the Geek Show. This is the part where we talk about the top five list of the week. These are the five most important pieces of audio that I think you should be aware of. And while we are stepping away from the more geek-related stuff, because in all honesty, a lot of movie trailers are being delayed and because we don't know when these movies are going to be released. So I wanted to do something, focus on the situation at hand, which is the coronavirus. So these are all videos associated in some way with the coronavirus. I call this whole segment uh, the Geek Show's top five list of the week, the good, the bad, and the funny, because some interesting things are happening in the pop culture and just uh, the the psyche of America right now with the whole coronavirus and wherever you stand. But we have some funny videos, we have some scary videos, and we have some interesting ones. So where do we start? Number five. Number five goes to, I think, the funniest video of all time. Uh, one of the most interesting things to come out of all of this is uh, a lot of states are now having stay-at-home order orders. Obviously, Illinois has been in it for a while, but... Because of that, people are asking each other online, hey, what can we do to buy our time uh, when we're at home? What videos are out there to watch and to do? I know uh, Greg and Dan earlier this week were talking about how uh, they were fascinated by marble races. Well, I think I found one that might have topped it because uh, this is trending on Reddit for a while, and I just think it's really, really bizarre. So you're not going to believe this actual championship from 1986. Let's give him one last look at our three finalists. Representing Miami, here are Barry Joyce and Susie Stone. Okay, so first of all, that music cannot be any more 80s. And if you just imagine it in your head, the room and the uh, whole atmosphere and the clothing they're wearing screams 80s i think you can imagine it but that is the national aerobic championship of the united states for 1986 yes i you might be making fun of me like Corey, duh this is a big thing but i just found this incredibly hilarious that there is a national aerobic championship like how do you even judge that they were just dancing around and moving their arms like i don't know they had famous celebrity judges on there and there's this whole big thing and even in the top right corner where it says, uh, hey, check out these videos, it says, oh, there's the 1988 Crystal Light National <laughs> Aerobic Championship. I just find that really, really fascinating that people would actually sit down and watch people do aerobics, and there's all championship wrapped around it. That's just fascinating to me. But that is one of the videos trending. Uh, people are saying you need to watch these when you're bored at home because they're just funny. Number four. Number four. Number four goes to an amazing thing that's going on. Uh, a lot of celebrities are hopping on Twitter or on Instagram and are not only doing like concerts, free concerts for people or free just singing songs, but they're also telling a good message. Uh, I know the governor of New York asked a lot of celebrities to make videos, and this one I had to play because, I mean, you can't go wrong with this guy. It's Danny DeVito. Hi everybody, it's Danny DeVito, and I'm asking you from the bottom of my heart, all over the state of New York, stay home. I mean, everybody. I mean, we got this virus, this pandemic, and you know, young people can get it, and they can transmit it to old people. The next thing you know, I'm out of there. So Governor Cuomo asked me to ask you, please do us a favor, all of us, and stay home, not spread this virus around. Thank you. Watch a little TV, why don't you? I love Danny DeVito. 
That guy is just incredibly funny, and he doesn't even really have to do that much. He's just a funny guy. But, yeah, really cool. I That's awesome that celebrities are doing this because even if you hate them or you're like, oh, rich people tell me, they obviously influence some people. You can't deny that. And the fact that they're trying to get people to, hey, let's wash our hands, let's listen to what's going on and be focused, I think that's great. Number three. Number three. Number three goes to a fantastic video, uh, something I like to do. Uh, just searching on YouTube all the time in general is I like to watch interesting news pieces, like some are, that are longer that you don't necessarily have the time when you're on TV to focus on because it's always changing, changing, changing. But this one is fascinating. It's from the New York Times, and it's on their YouTube page. And all you have to do is type in uh, how New Yorkers are coping with the coronavirus. And it is a fantastic piece. It's only about seven and a half minutes long. But it really talks about the whole aspect of the coronavirus and even looks at different aspects that you may not be aware of. The more I read and the more I learn and hear people's story about this virus is it's very, very fascinating. Just the long branches that this virus can affect people in places that you're not even thinking about could be effective. And here's just a little bit. Uh, this lady was a um, she's an owner of a coffee shop and she's talking about that. Well, I have been working. A lot of people are not, which is hard. Um, this place used to have 30 employees, and on Sunday we let go 90% of the staff. We want to reopen so we can rehire people, you know? It's, um, it was really hard to let everyone go. And uh, these are people that are at the level. They're, um, they're not wealthy. You know, this is a very harsh reality. And actually what the job is, is, you know, smiling through stress and like, this is hard to smile through. So yeah, this video covers a lot and that's obviously one of the more heartbreaking parts of the story is just seeing how businesses and how people are affected by this. And it's a great reminder that we're all affected by this in some way and especially local businesses. And it's a great reminder to go out and support them in any way that you can. And that even when this is all over, we need to stick together with them to keep them going because everybody is going through a rough time and we don't know everybody's story. So this uh, this virus, this thing that we're dealing with is a great reminder that we are a community. And if there's one thing that's great about the community, seeing how the community got together during the tornado that affected my parents' house, uh, I know that we'll make it through this, but we have to keep working together now. And I think that's what's the most inspiring thing about that video. That is how New Yorkers are coping with the coronavirus, and it's in the New York Times YouTube page. Take a look. It's really good. Number two. Number two. Number two goes to the video that made me angry this week. And normally I wouldn't play something like this, but I want to because it is a confusing world we're in right now, and people are begging for hope and trying to look for that silver lining in things. And I just hate it when people say things to make themselves feel better or to not necessarily trick, but to basically lie to people. This is from a uh, commissioner down in Florida who had an absurd suggestion about the coronavirus. It went viral earlier this week. It's a mess. Being in the medical field that I was as a paramedic, it started to make a lot of sense. One of the things that was pointed out in this interview with one of the doctors, foremost doctors that has studied the coronavirus, says that the nasal passages, passages and the nasal membranes are the coolest part of the body. That's why the virus tends to go there until it then becomes healthy enough to go into the lungs. This sounds really goofy and it did to me too, but it works. Once the temperature reaches 136 degrees Fahrenheit, 
the virus falls apart and just it disintegrates. Okay. And I said, well, how would you get the temperature up to 132 degrees? The answer was you use a blow dryer because it's capable of doing that. So you hold a blow dryer in front of your face and you inhale with your nose and it kills all the viruses in your nose. Okay, so normally on the Geek Show, I don't like playing clips like this because it's things that just, you know, in the regular political shows that are always on, uh, they're just going to yell at it. If you're on the left, you're yelling at it. If you're on the right, you're yelling at it. Everybody yells at it. And uh, But I wanted to put this on here because if it's one thing we talk about on the Geek Show, it is misinformation and telling the truth and just <sighs> one of the biggest problems I have right now with this whole coronavirus thing is the amount of misinformation that is out there. There is a stupid amount of misinformation or things that give people hope that aren't true. And I'm very, very concerned about how many, and I'm not trying to be mean, but this is just my personal, uh, how I've been seeing things online, is how many older people are being targeted for this stuff and how much they're sharing this stuff and getting mad at people because they're like, well, I listened to this. But this is, like, even worse because this is a political official, a commissioner down in Florida who decided I'm going to go up in a public forum and say that using a uh, hair dryer up your nose will kill the coronavirus. And he even said, well, I worked in the medical field because that's a tactic to say, oh, well, obviously he knows what he's talking about. And he completely, that was just completely wrong. And they called him out on it. And then he came out and apologized. And this is what he said. I am heartfully sorry for the comments I made. I was only trying to give comfort to those in the city who are no insurance to treat their families. Okay, before I finish that, he's sorry. Yeah, right. Uh, I was only trying to give comfort to those. So you are trying to give comfort to people by lying to them. And then you have a bunch of people who maybe are sick who try that and they don't get any better. And thus that whole quote, uh, give comfort goes out the door. I just, oh, that really irks me. And then he ended it with, I will offer no more suggestions unless they're tried and proven. I asked all of your forgiveness for anything offensive that I've uttered during these exchanges. God bless and soften your hearts. That last line is what really annoys me. I hate when people go the God route when they apologize. Uh, God bless and soften your hearts. No, sir, you need to soften your heart. And I know I'm, I'm starting to get really angry at this. And why I am is because of misinformation. And we already have an issue with that on the online world, uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter. The amount of misinformation and false stuff is just amazing. But then when you bring it to the real world, when you have this guy go up there and say, I used to work in the medical field. I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. Use a hairdryer up your nose and it will kill the coronavirus. That's what crosses the line with me. Because if we can't trust what people are saying in the public forum or on the Internet, who can we trust? And it's just, oh, that really, really irks me. So I hope he gets fired for this. Knowing how the world works, he's just he put out this apology and everything will just go back to normal. But that shouldn't because this stuff is pointing out that there are really terrible people out here in the coronavirus uh, age that we're in right now. I would put him on the same level as people who scam old people out of money on the phones. Here's number one. Number one. Man, I got a little heated there, but let's calm down with Chris Hadfield. This last video came out over the last weekend, and it's something I had to share because now that we're all under the stay-at-home protection from Illinois, uh, and self-isolation, we have to protect ourselves from going insane, basically, by staying in a small, confined space for a long time. 
And with that, uh, this guy, Chris Hadfield, is an astronaut, and he has had experience with social isolation. And he released a great video that explains how you can deal with it, too. Take a listen to this. It's a bit long, but very important. What are you trying to accomplish? What are your objectives? You know, what's your mission for right now? Make that clear for this afternoon, for this week, for, for the next month. What do you want to get done? Then look at your constraints. Who's telling you what you need to do? What financial resources do you have? What are your obligations? But once you understand the risk and your mission, your sense of purpose and your obligations, then take action. Start doing things. They don't have to be the things that you always did before. Take care of family, start a new project, learn to play guitar, study another language, read a book, write, create. It's a chance to do something different that you've maybe not done before. And then repeat. But there's never been a better time to self-isolate. So many people have access to the internet that, that you have the entire written work of everything, all the body of knowledge right there at your fingertips. So take care of yourself, take care of your family, take care of your friends, take care of your spaceship. Yeah, I really like that, and I wanted to end it on a positive note because uh, that whole video was perfect, and I think we could even take all of his advice and take it to life, but... If you ever have a situation where you need to push yourself even farther away than social isolation and go into self-isolation, it's all about what are your goals and trying to accomplish them. And like he said, and what I've been pointing out to a lot of people is, uh, don't look at it as a negative. Uh, staying at home, and, and I know uh, people are feeling weird at this time, but one of the great things is that because of the Internet, we have access to the entire world of information you could ever want. Is there something you've ever wanted to do? Have you ever wanted to learn how to make bagels or play guitar? You can do that. You have the information on there. You just have to take the time to do it. And I know in these weird times, uh, you're unsure about uh, what's going to happen next, what's going to happen tomorrow. But it's nice to set goals and do something different because all of our normality is just off a little bit. I mean, we all still can uh, do some of the things that we normally do, but it's just off slightly. And we shouldn't be afraid of that. We should embrace it. We should learn new things, interact with people via digital ways. I mean, technology has given us the great ways of communication and information. And it's all out there on the, your iPad, on your computer. Some people are obviously not uh, as lucky as some of us to have access to the Internet. But for those of you who do, the knowledge is out there. Everything you could possibly learn is out there. So we, by looking at it in a better light, I think we can all get through this. I love, love, love videos like this because it's inspiring. It pushes us all, and it's telling us that, hey, you know what? It's going to be okay at the end of the day because I think uh, that's one of the things missing right now is that um, we're getting all this information, but uh, I miss that voice that just says, hey, everything is going to be okay at the end of the day. There are some good things that will come out of this. There are some interesting things and weird things that will come out of this. And everything might feel off balance right now, but together we will make it through it like we always do with everything. So I think things are going to get better in the long run. And if you are self-isolated or just at home, just remember, what have you always wanted to do? I'm sitting here saying this. I've always wanted to learn how to play the piano. I don't have a piano at home, but I can start watching videos just learning the basics of it, and then maybe when things get better, I can buy a piano or electric piano and start learning more. There are tons of options out there, and share it with each other. Talk about it. There's so many places that we could connect online, so don't ever feel sad or feel lonely or scared. Um, times are different, 
but I know that we not only as geeks, but as also as a community can work together and push through this. And I think we'll come out of it better in the long run. So I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. Do something great. Learn something new. Try something different than what you normally do. I promise you it will give you new perspectives on life and it will make things better for you and make the time fly faster. This is The Geek Show on 1470 